Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. crashed a wedding but i can imagine it goes something like this you find a reception just getting underway for people you don't know you sneak in quietly enjoy some free food and drinks smiling waving at complete strangers like you know them and by the time you're full and they're figuring out no one has any idea who you are you're gone it appears to be a bit different though in florida as 37 year old mark saunderson of land lakes apparently invited himself to a wedding reception over the weekend, ending up on the 11th floor of the Grand Plaza Hotel on St. Pete Beach. And instead of just getting a drink and a plate, he cut into the bride and groom's first dance. (laughs) When confronted by hotel security, he tried to make a quick escape, only to be caught by a sheriff's deputy working off-duty there. Saunderson told the deputy he was from Ohio and gave him his phone number in place of his social security number, which was the first indication that alcohol was a factor in the incident. Is that against the law to crash I mean, a wedding party? I suppose you could be charged with trespassing. Maybe theft? Perhaps theft, yes. Viewers eating and drinking for yes. free? Yep. Well, of all the weddings you've done, yep. have you ever seen that happen, Cliff? Uh, no, actually. I have not. It may have happened and I didn't catch it. I don't think I've uh, ever been in a wedding that's happened mm-hmm. either. It sounds kind of cool. It, it does sound We should crash yeah. someone's wedding sometime, Cliff. <laughs> you and I. What do you say? Huh? You grab your camera. Yeah. I don't know what I'll do to mix mix in with the crowd, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, we'll work on that part okay. of it. You know, maybe I'll yeah. be the guy that comes out of the cake or something later on. Yeah, that would be no kind of fun to see that. The journey of a thousand miles comes to a halt at mile five when you realize you've left your phone on top of your car. <laughs> You ever actually done that? This morning, yes. Oh, I you did, did. Yes. really? <laughs> yes, I did. I didn't make it five miles, but yeah. I made it up the road and almost to the woods. And where's my phone? Oh my! <laughs> Was it still there? No. Oh, did you find it? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Does and it, it still work? It still works. It's okay. not broke. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but searching around at three thirty this morning on a gravel road is not the thing I wanted to do. Cliff, have you ever done that? Left your phone on top of your car? No, not my phone. I've left some other stuff on my car. <laughs> I usually have trouble with um, leaving my phone in my car when I get out. And, and like, I'll, uh, like, it'll be in the seat. And then it'll, if I go around a curve, it'll slide off, go down under the seat into some undisclosed location that no one's seen for probably two years. And and I'm like, here in my office, 20 minutes later, I'm like, where's my phone? Phone. And then you process, where was the last place I saw my phone? Did I actually leave it, leave it on the top of the car? No? Well, hmm, hmm, could I have fallen out of the car and when I got out? And this, And then I go find it in the seat. It's, it's kind of a panicky... You uh, do kind of panic, yes. You know, your heart's a pounding, you're like... Yes. It's like you can't make it through your life yeah. without a phone attached to you for some reason. Yeah. I was panicked this morning. I just knew the <laughs> face was going to be crushed and probably drove over it and no telling what all. But yeah. so far, 
<laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Everything looks okay. Weed driving 500 miles at 200 miles an hour can be a grueling physical test for a driver in the Indy 500, and with the midday heat on the track, the fireproof racing suits, and the heat building up inside the car, hydration has to be a key thing to take into account for those drivers. Now, a proper hydration routine begins days before the actual race and continues with the drivers getting drinks as often as possible while they're in the car. And when all that water goes in, it must come out. Meaning hydration is not only the driver's best friend, it's also his worst enemy because once the race starts, there's no rest stops for 500 miles. Or is there? The Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast found a story in the Courier today that answers the unasked question, what do race car drivers do when they have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the race? The answer comes from reigning Indy 500 champion Will Power. He pees in his suit, partly because a full bladder is the last thing you want to have if you crash into the wall at 200 miles an hour. All those G-forces will make your bladder explode, and that means you're going to have a bad day at the hospital later. James Hinchcliffe, who won the race in 2016, says sometimes when the green flag waves, it means more than go fast. It means go to the bathroom in your racing suit. So if it looks like whoever wins on Sunday has a wet suit when they get the milk and hoist the trophy, it's likely because they peed their pants at some point during the race. That must be the reason, Cliff, why you never see um, game-used race car suits for sale on eBay. Well, it certainly is a warning now about buying one should you well, find it. Yes, if you see one. <laughs> perhaps the dry cleaner should be your first first place you dry. take your suit to. Take, yeah. I should have mentioned this much earlier than right now, and that's, that's my fault. But I want full disclosure here. What? Because this is a holiday weekend, and yeah. everyone is taking off today, yeah. a hologram of me is actually doing today's <laughs> program. I didn't want you to think there was somebody really sitting here. Right. So it's not actually you. No. It's a hologram of you. That's exactly right. And you know what? It's actually more entertaining than the real you. I I was afraid (laughs) that that was going to happen, and that's what's always stopped me from doing it. But I wanted everyone to know, because I felt like it was sneaky if I didn't announce that, Cliff. I mean, you're you're wanting the real McCoy. Right. And all you have is just a bunch of lights projected around in here. Right, yeah. It's like some laser things and whatnot. Yes, and so, Cliff keeps poking at me, and his hand goes right through me, and it's, it's right. like a magic act here. So I guess my other question would be then, when the uh, sales department shows up later, will that be a hologram as well? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, that would be a mirage. Oh, you, you, okay. That's right. a mirage, you see. Yeah. Since my car was, you know, in the shop for most of all day yesterday, yeah. I got to thinking, perhaps, Cliff, yeah. perhaps it's time I get a replacement. Really? Yes. A new car? Well, a different car. A, oh, okay. And so I started doing the research, and yeah. if you're thinking about uh, yeah. possibly getting a different car, yeah. see if you can hold out until December. Okay. Because according to what I found, Cliff, yeah. December mm-hmm. is the best time of the year to get your best deal on a car. Okay. Whether it's new or used. Okay. So December. Plus. Yeah. It'll also come with one of those gigantic bows on top of it, and that's pretty. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted a car uh-huh. that came with a bow, Cliff. <laughs> Will they change the name of the Hydro Fest? I have no idea. The non-Hydro Fest? The non-Hydro Fest. Does it make a lot of sense to have a Hydro Fest with no Hydro? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I understand the, what, what happened. Yes. 
Although that was like the core reason for holding the entire thing in the first place. I mean, does, does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense to me. Just saying. But it happens if you can't get the sponsors. If you can't get sponsors, you can't have the thing. No. It's just, you know, kind of like this program. <laughs> Don't get me started on the sponsors. <laughs> well, Cliff, every 36 hours yeah. here in the United States, there is some report of violence going on yeah. at a McDonald's. At a McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> Think violence, about that. Violence at the at a McDonald's once every 36 hours. Yes. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's enough to make you grimace. Uh, really? Where's that rim shot thing at? Good well, you Lord. know, it's a hologram, so I can't really touch anything <laughs> and make it work. And I can put my fingers right through you. Yes. Woo-hoo. Be like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> We'd more and more public restrooms today found with those hand dryers that are said to save the environment because they eliminate the use of paper towels. You'll be happy to know the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast conducted an in-depth scientific analysis to see how that's actually working out. Everyone knows there's a plume of bacteria that shoots into the air whenever you flush a toilet with the lid open, so in busy public restrooms where there's a lot of flushing going on, there's a continuous stream of, well, fecal bacteria floating in the air. Researchers at the University of Connecticut School of Medicine say much of it gets sucked in to the intake of said hand dryers and then blown right onto your hands. Oddly enough, there's a lot higher concentration of fecal bacteria in that air from the hand, the hand dryers than there is just floating around loose in the room. One way to make those dryers work without contamination stand there with your hands under the air floor for two minutes because that's when the bacteria goes down. Readings taken after only 30 seconds under the dryer had about 20 times more bacteria, so patience, it would appear, is the key. Except, ain't nobody got time for that. Wipe your hands on your pants and get out of the bathroom. <laughs> Just don't wash your hands anymore. Yeah. Well, well, it can't be any worse than yeah. that thing. You have a point, actually. <laughs> yes. The phrase that pays. It's next on the Morning Road Show. Cliff, yeah. for the second time in the last three years i've done the same silly thing at the ballpark <laughs> i was at bossy field last night and they have chair back seats yeah lots of people sitting on my left and right right so i tried to be courteous and step over the seat in front of me yeah so i don't have to disrupt everybody oh so you like you like come at it from behind yes you step down yes and instead of <laughs> no. stepping on the edge of the uh, again yes you're supposed to kind of step out Onto the front of the seat, because, you know, if you step on the back of the seat, you get on the other side of that hinge where it folds up, and then you go down. And that's how I've injured my ankle. You hurt your ankle? Yes. You did it again. I did it again. You didn't learn your lesson from the last time you did the exact same thing. And it's not easy doing this program with an injured ankle. I know what you're thinking. Wait, 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 wait. How's that possible? I've got to be able to put my foot in my mouth, and this thing hurts. <laughs> I get it up there about halfway, Cliff, and starts throbbing and stuff. And you just can't do it. I just can't do it. Right. And it's like, you know, can I get workers' comp for this? <laughs> no, because you weren't working. How about this? Okay. How about coming up before 8.45 this morning? Okay. We play a contest that you could win tickets to Indiana Caverns 
and four tickets to Beach Bend Amusement Park. Okay. Well, I'm all for that. And this contest is going to be so easy for you to win that even Paul Vuitton could call in and win this contest. That's really? how simple it is. Yes. Wow. What I'm going to do is, before yeah. 8.45, yes. when you call in, I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. And you get them all wrong, and you win. <laughs> so you have to answer, in order to win, you have to answer the questions incorrectly. Yes. All three. Don't slip up and answer it correct. That's right. Or you'll be a loser. Now, should we try, just to make, should we try to demonstrate that? Yes. Here would be an example. Okay. Who was the maid on the Brady Bunch TV show? Ardvark. Exactly. <laughs> that would make you the first one correct. The correct. Yes. That's the correct, the correct answer is the incorrect answer. That's exactly right. Okay. Your chance to win. It couldn't be any easier than that. Nope, you're I thought for Memorial right. Day weekend. Yeah. Let's give them away this morning. Okay. So let's go right to that phone line and see who we have. Hi, who's this? Roger. All right, Roger, are you ready to play the game? Yep. Well, Roger, okay. what's your last name? Schultz. All right. That could have been question number one, couldn't it? All right. Well, Roger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess too, then. You just lost it, didn't you? Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> well, Roger, that wasn't the first question, so we're going to start right now, okay? Okay. All right. What do you use, Roger, to cut paper or string? Sledgehammer. Mm, excellent. Well done. That's one right. How about a place you can visit to check out free books? Gas station. Ah, there you go. And for all the marbles, Roger, what do men wear around their neck when they dress up? A snake. Ooh, a snake. snake. Well, Roger, congratulations. You've won the prizes. We've got your name on them. You drop by Country 98.1, and you have a great time at all those two different locations, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Roger. Bye-bye. Have a great day, Mike. You too. Bye-bye. Well, there, Cliff. Takes a little thinking, though, because you want to answer you wanna, correct. You, I mean, that's the natural response is yes. to answer correctly. Yes. Wow, that was way too easy. <laughs> well, Cliff, it's like yeah. my Uncle Hillman used to always tell me as uncle, a kid. Uncle Hillman? Yep, that was his I, name. I didn't know you had an Uncle Hillman. That was his first name, okay. Uncle Hillman. Yes. He used to tell me this, Cliff. Yeah. I would be at his house in Tennessee visiting, and he would point at me and yeah. go, Love is blind. Yeah. But the Braille part can be a lot of fun. And I've been on a I've been on a lifelong quest to figure to out what figure the out heck he was exactly talking about. What, yeah. And he's passed away now, Cliff, and so yeah. I can't call him up and find out. And so I should have at the time right. told him to discuss well, it, but I wanted to act like I knew what he was talking right. about. You just uh huh, yeah, uh huh. Uh huh. Can can I just give you a little insight as to what that could bring you? Love okay. is blind, but the braille part could be fun. Yes. Right. What that could lead to? Uh, sexual assault, assault charges. He was setting me up, wasn't he? <laughs> and we're moments away from a contest for Holiday World tickets. Yeah. That is so difficult to win. I didn't even go grab a pair out of the prize pouch. Whoa. That's right. You don't think anyone's going to win this today. That's how confident I am, Cliff, <laughs> that there will be no winners. We're going to play yeah. Spy the Lie. Three statements. One of them totally made up, but the other two mm -hmm. absolutely true. All righty. <sighs> Pretty bold of you not to go actually get the tickets. You know, it, it's hard to get in the prize pouch with all the latches on it, and true. I'm like, yeah. no one's going to win anyway, so yeah. if I get them out, well, I just got to put them back. <laughs> so you're saving efforts, what you're saying. Yeah.
Now, Monday morning on this program, yes, our Take It to the Bank is taking the holiday off. Okay. And I can't blame the Take It to the Bank. So there won't be one on Monday. But today, yeah. we're going to give you a double dose of Take It to <laughs> so the Bank. So we're making up for it today. Yes. Now, Cliff, yeah. our Take It to the Bank today as we get ready to celebrate Memorial Day weekend. Yeah here in the United States, mm-hmm. that's kind of what our Take It to the Bank is about today. Both stories. Okay. It's about the uh, wars and the price that we've paid All right. here in this country. And everything you're going to hear mm-hmm. on our Take It to the Bank, as is the norm, is absolutely 100% true. But today, I wish none of it was true. That's coming up Okay. here on the Morning Road Show with Weed and Cliff. Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today, Cliff, a little somber. Take It to the Bank. Yes. A couple of stories as we get ready to celebrate Memorial Day holiday. Mm-hmm. The United States has been around for 243 years and has been involved in at least one war for 226 of those 243 years. Yes. And no president has ever gone their entire term without this country being involved in a war of some kind. That's almost incredible, I think, Cliff. True. Wow. And the second take it to the bank today. Yeah. World War II had more deaths than any other war in world history. Mm-hmm. They're estimating somewhere between 65 million and 85 million people were killed during that war. Now, yep. the incredible part, Cliff, is if you think about it, mm-hmm. that would be approximately 3% of the world's population wow. in 1940 died okay. in World War II. This morning I ran the Jimmy John Sandwich Shop. Yeah. They're all over the place. Okay. They're now selling their own brand of wine. <laughs> They've got their own wine label. Yes, it's the Vin okay. de Sandwich. Vin I, de Sandwich. I'm not making that yeah. up. That's what it is. <laughs> what, what wine goes good with the Jimmy John Sandwich? Vin de Sandwich. Yes. Clearly. And I got to yeah. thinking about that, Cliff. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if you and I had... Our own wine. <laughs> I mean, because everyone, every celebrity, not that we're celebrities, no, no, mind no, you, no. but no, no. every celebrity, every race car driver, every anybody has some form of alcohol, frequently a wine, but sometimes it's like a whiskey or something like that. They have their own wine label, their own brand that they're selling. That would be so awesome. So it would be cool um, if we had Weed and Cliff wine. Maybe... Uh... Maybe our friends in Sant Wendell could get busy with that well, and help us out on that, Cliff. Uh, we they, know that they do make wine down they, there. They do make a little wine in Sant Wendell. Maybe they could come up with a distinct flavor for well, the weed and Cliff wine. Well, I was going to say, you know, there is, because there has to be some, not just a label, there has to be something about the wine that makes you know when you've got that sip yes. that you're drinking weed and Cliff wine. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Hmm, I wonder what that would be. You know, Cliff. Yeah. Nobody's probably ever done this. What's that? Why don't, if we can get that yeah. accomplished with our friends in San Juan, yeah. mm-hmm. why don't we take a swig out of every bottle before it's corked? Before they put the cork on? Yes. So basically we're backwashing into each bottle of Weed and Cliff wine. Yes. Certainly would give it the unique flavor. I think so, too. <laughs> I'm going first, though. I just want you to know. No, I'm going first. <laughs> No, it's going to be me. No, I'm, I'm going, going first. first. No. I'm going first. No. I'm not drinking after you. I'm not going after that mouth. No, I've heard you on this program too long. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Oh, yeah, there were a few things said, and we'll start with number three. I can put my fingers right through you. <laughs> number two, you're supposed to come at it from behind. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I'm not drinking 
after that mouth. I don't understand why you would not drink after I slugged out of a bottle of wine. I've heard you talk on this program before. <laughs> it doesn't mean I have a dirty mouth. Uh, yeah. It just means I have a dirty mind. Yeah. <laughs> Be safe this holiday weekend. Absolutely. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.